We're going to be chatting this morning and continuing our series, Where We Belong, which is a deep dive into John 15, and we're um, endeavoring to investigate just what it means to abide in Christ this morning, to abide in Jesus. And specifically, we're going to get at a couple of different aspects of abiding in Christ. So if you had your Bibles and you wanted to turn with me to John 15 or on your phone and swipe there with me, we're going to be in John 15 primarily today, and we're going to be talking about why it's important to remain in Jesus during seasons of loss. And we're also going to discuss why or how, how do we remain in Jesus during seasons of loss. And then we're going to move on to why it's important to remain in Jesus during seasons of joy and how we remain in Jesus in seasons of joy. So I'm going to attempt to tackle the, the whys this morning, and then Bridget is going to get practical and talk about the hows, and hopefully we'll meet in the middle of joy and sorrow, which is most often where we find ourselves, right? It's a good mixed bag of both, and meet Jesus in the middle of it. Meet Jesus in the middle of it. This word abide in the scriptures is really interesting. It's meno, meno. Jesus says, meno in me, and I meno in you. And so keep that in mind, this word meno. We'll talk about what it means here in a second, but let's read through John 15 together. Jesus says this, I am the true vine, And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. There it is. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, Jesus says. You are the branches. If a man or woman remains in me and I in them, uh, they will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, they're, thrown, they're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Holy Spirit, come. We've prayed multiple times, and we pray again. Welcome to the room, Holy Spirit. Welcome into our lives, Holy Spirit. We worship you this morning. We give you ourselves um, tattered lives, broken lives, joyful lives, and everything in between. God, we say it's all yours. It comes from you. Life is a gift from you, Father. Come speak to us through your word today. Let Bridget and I say something that would be relevant to where we're living and what you want to communicate to people. Let us hear your heart, your thoughts, your dreams for us this morning. We want to know you, Jesus. We want to know the real you. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Menno, to abide. It means to remain, to stay where you are unchanged. 
It means to continue in a fixed state. It can mean to take up residence, to take up a dwelling, to hold out, to stay put, to stay still, to stand fast. Meno is used in Luke 19.5 to describe when Jesus invites himself over to Zacchaeus' house. He says, hey, I'm coming to Menno with you. Get down out of that tree. I'm menowing with you. It's the same Greek word that's used in John 1.32 to describe the Holy Spirit coming onto Jesus and staying with him. The Holy Spirit menowed Jesus, filled him utterly. It's habitual friendship with Jesus as an active relationship that ensures. Jesus says to us this morning, Vineyard Cleave, Menno in me and Menno in you. And so a couple questions to ask this morning ourselves as we work through this passage. Are we allowing Jesus to abide in us? Are, are we abiding in him today? What places of loss or joy have we yet to invite the Holy Spirit in to change us? So why is it important to stay still, to depend on Jesus, to abide in him in times of loss? We've all encountered loss over the course of the past couple of years. And I'm going to reference a book that Sarah's been reading from a Sharon Forth recommendation, to which we are eternally grateful because this book, y'all, is beautiful. And Tish uh, Harrison Warren writes this in her book, Prayers in the Night. And I just thought it would be a good moment for us to just soak in these words. We're going to have these words on screen, but I just think this passage is so beautiful and really sums up why it's important to abide in Jesus. Tish Warren writes this, Beauty does not take away the pain of suffering or vulnerability. If you wanted to, yeah, there it is. It's not like cicada song or good coffee make it hurt any less to lose a spouse or friendship or even just to have a hard day. But in the times when we think anguish and dimness are all there is in the world, that nothing is lovely or solid, beauty, here it is, is a reminder that there is more to our stories than sin, pain, and death. There is eternal brilliance. It's not quite enough to resolve our questions or tie anything up in a nice metaphysical bow, but sometimes it is enough to get us through the next hour. And in enduring mystery, we need just enough light to take one more step. Isn't that excellent? That's a woman who understands why it's important to abide in Jesus during seasons of loss right there. That's the truth right there. It's important to abide in Jesus during seasons of loss because somehow in it, there's this invitation to see beauty. And it seems paradoxical. But there's this invitation from Jesus to see beauty. It's important to stay connected 
Because somehow our loss, the subtraction, awakens in us God's invitation to beauty and all that is eternally good and brilliant. And it all comes through pain and suffering. Oh, the mystery of God. Go figure. Loss is an invitation as well to experience the comfort of Jesus in the midst of pain. In Mark 8.35, we read, For whoever wishes to save his life will actually lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. We experience the comfort of Jesus when we lose. It's important to stay connected during seasons of loss because in that connection with Jesus, we find identity with him. And this is the biggie this morning for me. You see, because Jesus suffered, Jesus lost. He gave up everything, actually. And in this is the gift of loss, that we become more like Christ. And in that, we actually begin to see subtraction as addition and loss as being found in him. Or by him. It's like this gift that we don't really feel like opening on Christmas, isn't it? I don't want to go through pain. Who wants to go through loss? None of us. We never invite loss willingly into our lives. But when we realize that Christ gave up everything for us, we begin to see loss as addition. The things we don't feel like doing are actually an invitation to more of God's presence because they involve loss. The loss of personal time, the loss of resource or money, the loss of a job, maybe the loss of a spouse or a friendship. Into the unknown season, these losses, we begin to see that loss is actually an invitation into a new season ordained by God himself. See, he's working in the loss. This is why it's important to stay connected or we'll miss it. We'll miss the invitation. He's actually working in the loss to transform it into addition. Loss doesn't feel good and we rarely willingly invite it, but God uses subtraction to add a richness and a depth to our lives that we would never know without the loss. To know Jesus in loss is to identify with who Jesus came to be to humanity. And it's true, a loss is not a win. That's not what I'm saying. A win's a win, a loss is a loss. A win against the Patriots today is a win. That's a win. That's a win. A loss against the Patriots today is a loss. There's a record to show This is how many you you won, and this is how many you lost. A loss isn't a win, but just because losing isn't winning, it doesn't mean loss comes without invitation. What do I mean? I mean that more often than not, losses come with greater invitation than wins. Some of us need to hear that one again. More often than not, it's the losses that come with them, this greater invitation that could ever come by wins. Win or lose, the main invitation is abide in me and I in you. So why is it 
important because the greatest tragedy would be if we lost connection with Jesus himself. This is why it's important to stay connected to Jesus in seasons of loss. And then the side note here, which is a big footnote, but the side note is is that when we go through loss, and as we identify with Jesus more and more, as we become more like Christ, he changes us to become more empathetic people to other people who are experiencing loss. That's the goodness right there. I know it's just a footnote, but that's a big footnote. How many of you know that it's so hard to judge someone going through loss if you've experienced the same loss in your life? It's easier to love folks who are experiencing loss around you when you've gone through that loss prior. And it's actually designed by God as a source of care for people around us. That's why it's important to stay connected to Jesus in seasons of loss. What do you think, Bridget? How do we do this? 